Oh boy, the situation in Surrey is a bit of a mess these days. You've got council wanting to meet in closed-door sessions, but some Surrey City councillors are saying, no, they're not comfortable with doing that. They've released a statement, two of them, Jack Hondell and Brenda Locke, saying they have a concern about an excess amount of the number of closed-door meetings. That statement came out right before a closed-door meeting that both councillors say they were declining to attend. Why is that? Well, they're concerned that there will be some discussion, perhaps, about the mayor's current legal situation, and that if it's discussed at a closed-door meeting, they won't be able to talk about that publicly. So what's going on here? Well, joining us now is Surrey City Councillor Jack Hundell to talk more about this. Thank you for being here. Good morning, Simi. So does Surrey, do you think, have too many closed-door meetings? Uh, absolutely. I, I think in those terms, since... Uh, uh, since 2018 with uh, Mayor McCallum, I think we've just been subjected to way too many closed uh, closed door meetings. And for uh, the listeners that uh, don't quite know what the closed door meetings are, you have your uh, scheduled public council meetings, but in the closed, um, you're permitted and allowed to have closed uh, door meetings under the community charter. Uh, and really, they're specific if you're dealing with certain issues such as uh, HR, um, uh, finances, or you're dealing with, uh, you know, um, selling or, or procuring assets for the city. Uh, but really, uh, you know, we have a regular scheduled council meeting coming up here on Monday, December 20th. Um, and this meeting was called so hastily. Um, the minimum requirement is 24 hours. And in this case, we're given 24 hours and three minutes <laughs> to say, look, there's a meeting tomorrow. Right. And so you you said you weren't going to go. So why did you feel like that? Because once you're in those closed meetings, you're essentially muzzled um, because you do have an obligation on the community charter to keep uh, um, those meetings as closed. So you're not permitted to discuss the content or the decision-making process that goes on in those meetings. And certainly we know right now uh, with everything going on with the mayor and uh, uh, taxpayers paying his legal fees, uh, it's an opportunity or uh, potentially to to muzzle councillors from speaking up uh, at future uh, open meetings. Do you think it's right that the Surrey City taxpayers will be paying for potentially paying these legal fees? Uh, Well, they are paying the legal fees. That's been confirmed by the city already. So uh, do I think it's fair? Absolutely not. Uh, You know, when I look at the rationale behind uh, the public tax halls being paid for uh, to defend elected officials, uh, it's very clear to me that it does not really include anything criminal. Uh, Certainly, if you are the subject of a a complaint or a lawsuit uh, based on your your conduct, or in the course of your duties, that's one thing. But this is really unprecedented, and and there actually is a precedent uh, in the past where we've actually had um, elected officials um, pay their own legal fees. So have you had any discussion, Councillor Hadell, with other councillors about this? Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah. I've spoken to a few of my colleagues on this, um, uh, taken aback with it. Uh, but we know uh, with the majority uh, that the mayor has on council, uh, they are fully uh, supportive of uh, of Mayor McCallum at this time and uh, paying for his legal fees. And what kind of response are you getting from the public? I got to tell you this. I mean, the uh, you know, you get the normal, uh, regular sort of emails, people that are unhappy with uh, uh, with this mayor and and uh, the majority on council. Uh, but certainly after it was announced that uh, you know tax dollars are being uh, um, are being um, you know, being spent to pay for his defense, it just opened a whole flurry of people that we haven't other heard, uh, heard from before. And 
people are outraged, uh, you know, and, and, and every, I think they have every reason to be outraged. Uh, you know, this is not what uh, the bylaw, identification bylaw was set up for. Um, I'm probably getting about anywhere from probably six to eight emails uh, a day, uh, let alone all the contacts on social media from taxpayers that, that are just outraged that this is going on. Right. So you didn't go to the meeting, and so you you don't know what was discussed there. Is that is that the best way to handle this, though? Because isn't wouldn't you rather be a part of this so that you do know what's happening? Um, yeah, and, and the information from those closed meetings will be produced later in minutes. I'll have an opportunity to look at those uh, and uh, and see exactly what was discussed or what wasn't discussed. But once again, it's one of the challenges around closed meetings. Uh, going in there could very simply be if they go in there and say, look, you know, uh, we're going to take a take a vote and no one can talk or discuss about this. And essentially muzzles you from going to the public then at that point and actually talking about anything. So uh, there is a risk with that, no doubt about it. Um but we have a, a you know a public meeting coming up on the twentieth next Monday, and certainly I'll be expressing my views openly in a public forum about this. And what about what do you think about the petition that has been launched by the Surrey resident who is unhappy, and, and it sounds like thousands of people have signed this petition now about the city paying the the mayor's legal bills. You know, this is another example of of, of another segment uh, in our community, another uh, individual or group that's uh, completely upset with the course of action, Mayor McCallum. Um, and this isn't the first petition we've had. We've had other petitions. We've had, uh, you know, almost 50,000 people sign up initially with KPRCMP. Uh, you know, we had, uh, I think it was 43,000 signatures with the um, Elections BC uh, Citizens Initiative. And now we have, uh, you know, the public online uh, signing petitions. So I think it just really speaks to the outrage. And, and really, I mean, I hope this captures the ear of the provincial government as well. Because, you know, every time we have an incident such as this, there's this public outrage over the behavior of elected officials. But yet the community charter is uh, does need to be updated with um, really some refinements about what is proper code of conduct and what is cut. So it creates an even playing field. And that's been echoed every time um, there's been an incident, uh, certainly at uh, every other ministry as well uh, right. in situations. I, I think you've just kind of hit the nail on the head there. That is, there is some frustration, I think, out there from people who say, you know what, we keep going through this, but nothing ever changes mm-hmm. because what can actually be done? Yeah, and, and I know when um, uh, when uh, Councillor Locke announced, uh, uh, even a few weeks ago, that if elected for mayor, I mean, she'll be advocating hard uh, uh, next year um, if successful. Uh, to bring this forward uh, to the provincial government said, look, you need to really update this and, and standardize this to, to what people's expectations of elected officials are today, not when this was written years ago. Okay, so would you say that you would like the province to do something here? Uh, absolutely. I, I've written to the minister multiple times over the last three years, uh, well, whichever minister was sitting in the seat at the time, and saying, look, you need to really take a look at what's going on here in Surrey. And plus, you know, we do need to look at the community charter. It needs to be um, updated to have a proper code of conduct around elected officials. Uh, certainly when I brought in the um, ethics commissioner uh, to this council and it was passed as a bylaw, it's the first one in Surrey. Um, but you know what, that's something that perhaps should be elevated to the provincial level and allow all municipalities and cities to participate in the process of having an ethics commissioner. Right, but what is what good is the ethics commissioner at this point? Because the ethics commissioner says they can't say anything here. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's it's very, um, uh, you know, the bylaw was not really designed uh, for this, this type of behavior, which uh, certainly, you know, the community charter can be updated, which is a provincial legislation that should incorporate uh, something like this. And, and I, I 
I agree with the frustration of citizens that uh, even taking it to the ethics commissioner, uh, his hands are tied by the, you know, by the bylaw as well. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time on this. Okay. Appreciate it. Jack Hundell is a Surrey City Councillor talking about the number of closed-door meetings. Uh, He and other fellow councillor, Brenda Locke, said they weren't going to go to the most recent closed-door meeting because once you do and attend that, you are not allowed to speak publicly or talk about what happened in that meeting. And they wanted, it was a form of protest for them to not do that. There's a lot of people who are concerned and upset by what has been going on in Surrey, especially in light of the news of the mayor now facing a charge of public mischief and that the city taxpayers are going to be paying for the legal case uh, in that regards. I know if you want to weigh in, absolutely, let's hear from you. Simi at cknw.com.